Did the Cowboys purposely slander Dak Prescott? Who is your surprise pick for the Royal Rumble? And who do you have winning between Tommy Fury and Jake Paul? All this news for episode 7 of the Talk is War podcast with Wavy Eddie. So get your popcorn and get ready for war. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Talk is War podcast with Wavy Eddie. Today we have episode 7, and this is a pretty late episode from what we're used to. I usually publish these recordings around noon, but I just got off work today, so our schedule might be around this time now from Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Around 5 o'clock would be the time I would post these recordings. So we have actually... Not that much news to talk about today, but we have some very important like predictions for tomorrow, even for the Royal Rumble and for um the Jake Paul fight. And yeah, man, let's get ready. So first, I want to talk about tonight's SmackDown. It's expected to be a good show. It's going to be a go-home show for the Royal Rumble, get re- getting ready for tomorrow. We have Kevin Owens versus Solo Sokoa, which, man, I really want Solo Sokoa to win because I I want them to keep I want him to keep an undefeated streak for a good amount of time. But I do think Kevin Owens is going to take the win on this one. You know, Kevin Owens seems to has to build that momentum up for tomorrow, and it just makes sense for Kevin Owens to win. Tonight, we also have Rey Mysterio versus Carrie and Cross. They finally have a match together after like about a month of a story built being built, you know, with the cards and with Carrie and Cross. Like, I think two weeks ago, Carrie and Cross attacked Rey Mysterio. So now they have a match together tonight, and <clears throat> it's gonna be a good match, you know. I think Karen Cross would do good against a luchador wrestler. He's done it plenty of times in Lucha Libre AAA and at Lucha Underground, you know, as Killer Cro- Killer Cross. So I expect it to be a good match. We also have the um, next round matches for the um, SmackDown Tag Team Title Tournament. We have Hit Row versus Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. Um. I think Sheamus and Drew McIntyre are going to end up winning this match. I would like to see Hit Row advance. You know, I think they're doing pretty good so far as heels. And it'll build up their credibility more if they win this match. But I just don't think it's going to happen. Um, this Sheamus and Drew McIntyre little partnership, tag team partnership, is going great for them. It's going great for the brand of SmackDown. And I see them competing against the Usos for the titles pretty soon. <clears throat> we also have Imperium versus Legado del Fantasma, which is going to be a great match, in my opinion. Um, I think these guys have had feuds before in NXT, and um, they look like they have great chemistry together, you know? Um, Legado, and, Legado and Imperium are... We're both in NXT around the same time. And um, yeah, 
Giovanni Vinci, Ludwig Kaiser, formerly known as um, Fabian Eichner and Marcel Barthel. Um, they're going to do great against Legado del Fantasma. I got Imperium winning, but I really want to see Legado win. You know, they deserve they deserve tag team title shots. Um, I think Santos Escobar should have been given a inter- intercontinental title shot against Gunther when the World Cup came. I think Santos should have won that World Cup. Fortunately, he didn't win. But um, I do think Imperium's going to advance into the next round. So expect a good show from SmackDown. Again, don't expect too much. You know, there's going to be some great like additions to the storylines, but we all know that tomorrow the Royal Rumble is going to be the the crazy the crazy night for us wrestling fans. And I want to ask you guys, who are your surprise picks for the Royal Rumble? Like I know we have our favorites on who we think are going to win and their betting favorites, but who is one surprising person that you think could win the Rumble? In my opinion, I think someone that would be a very a very surprising thing would be man, I don't know. I think Gunther would be a good surprise if he won the Rumble. It would be <laughs> he would have to lose the IC title obviously. Um but I would love to see Gunther win a Rumble one day and that would be one of the most surprising picks to see him win. And I'm up for it. I love Gunther. I think he deserves to be a world champion. He's done so much for the Intercontinental Championship, man, that he's proven that he's deserving of a world title. Now moving on to the Dallas Cowboys. Man, it's been a crazy week for the Dallas Cowboys as a team and for Dak Prescott overall, man. Um, it was a hard loss for the Cowboys on Sunday against the Niners. You know, a game that was meant for them to win, if if I'm being honest. You know, the defense held Brock Purdy, a high-scoring offense with Brock Purdy, to 19 points. And it was a game that the Cowboys could have won if Dak Prescott played consistently good that he's just never shown, man. Dak Prescott has never been a very consistent player, if that makes sense. He has potential. You know, after these seven years, all we've said about Dak Prescott is he has potential to be great. But you can't be great being this inconsistent every single year, man. It's like one week he's playing like the best quarterback in the league, top 10 quarterback in the league. The second, the next week, he's playing like a bust. And I don't know him with Dak Prescott, man. You know, I think he just needs to step away right now. Um, Step away from the media. Work on his, like, just work. Try to be better. Because we saw something from the Dallas Cowboys official Twitter account. Blaming Dak Prescott for this loss in their actual Twitter account. It wasn't hacked. I think right now it's still up to this day. I haven't really checked. The, I think the last time I checked was on Tuesday. 
and it was still up for the whole day. I don't know if um it's still up right now, but it was basically saying Dak Prescott gave the ball away twice in a narrow loss against the 49ers, a game that the Cowboys had a good chance to win if they didn't again go back to their wounds, to their degen what's it called? Degenerate wounds. If they didn't go back to playing the way they were playing last year. Now, I get it, you know, you're you're frustrated that you guys lost, right? But the official Twitter account of the Dallas Cowboys should not be slandering Dak Prescott, someone that is considered your star player of the team, blaming him for the loss, him and only him, even though the loss was mainly his fault. But if you look at other teams' Twitter accounts or Instagram accounts, social media in general, when the team loses, they don't say, oh, it's because, and let's just say, their star player has a terrible game. The social media team of that org- of that um, specific sports team is not going to blame the star player for the loss only. You know, they, they can say, oh, we lost. We gave the ball away, right? But let's put this into example. LeBron James is the star player of the Lakers, right? If LeBron James has a game where he has 11 turnovers, right, or 10 turnovers, and the Lakers lose, you don't see the Lakers posting a picture of LeBron James turning the ball over with the final score of the Lakers losing and saying final score. You don't see a picture of LeBron James. When the Buccaneers lose, you don't you don't see a picture of Tom Brady when the when the Buccaneers lose. You see Mike Evans, you see the coach. Shannon Sharp said it best. You don't slander the the star player of your team when you lose. And you know, it's just a hard it's been a hard week for Dak Prescott. You know, I feel terrible for him. Um obviously he needs to play better. But he shouldn't be getting this much criticism, even from his own organization. His own team is slandering him for the loss, right? And it's tough on him, man. It's going to be tough on him mentally. And um, I think Dak Prescott right now should just step away from the media, close it out, and just focus on next season. And just pray that there's even a chance next year, in my opinion, I don't think the Cowboys have a chance next year at uh they can make the playoffs next year, but I just don't think it's going to happen in my opinion. But, you know, they got to work on it. All right, guys, let's talk combat sports, the sport of boxing. So, it is official. Today was reported that Jake Paul and Tommy Fury are going to have a fight on Sunday, February 26th. Um it did say February 25th when the when the rumors were going out, but they changed it to February 26th. I don't know what happened there, but you know, it's 
hopefully this fight happens, you know. There's no excuses anymore. There's no immigration issues. There's no... The baby is... Tommy Fury's kid is just born. Has just been born, you know. There's no issues right now for Tommy Fury not to be able to fight. And um, that was... That was the whole issue on why this fight didn't happen the first two times. It was Tommy Fury um, pulling out of the fight because either issues with immigration, getting into the U.S., and um, I think the first time it was an injury, but, you know, there's no excuses now, man, when it comes to Tommy Fury and Jake Paul. There's no excuses. And... um, the thing is, I actually think Tommy Fury has a good chance to beat Jake Paul because Tommy Fury can actually box. He'll be the first ever person to be considered a real boxer in the eyes of the media when Jake Paul fights, in my opinion. But, you know, Tommy Fury can beat him, but I I just think Jake Paul is on different levels right now. You know... He's fought greats like Anderson Silva, even though he was never a he was not a boxer. He was known in the UFC for his striking. He fought legends like Tyron Woodley. You know, Tyron Woodley is not a easy guy to fight, even when it comes to boxing. You know, comparing those two guys to Tommy Fury's opponents, it's like night and day. Um, Tommy Fury's opponents have a combined record of like, they have mostly losses, like 200 and something losses, but that's not a good look. Even though, yes, he is doing the traditional route of boxing the journeyman, coming your way up, and then fighting up to the real prospects. But if you're talking so much like about Jake Paul saying you can beat him when you're not fighting the guys that are like even at the level that Tyrone Woodley and Anderson Silva were, I just don't think, man, I just don't see him actually getting the win. I think he can beat him, obviously. He I think anybody anybody that's boxed before, like actually been in the boxing ring and have, have done boxing for like years could beat someone like Jake Paul. Um, someone like Anderson Silva, he couldn't do it because of his age. You know, he was like 47 years old. Tommy Fury's young. Tommy Fury is still young. He's still like a prospect in this sport. that, And he's, he wants to be a world champion. That's what Tommy Fury wants to do. He wants to be a world champion and fight for that title. So... I would say stay tuned for this fight. It's going to be on Top Rank Boxing, ESPN Plus, pay-per-view. You know, don't miss out on this fight. Well, you could. I don't know. I'm not really... I don't really look... Well, I don't really watch the Jake Paul fights as much as I do, like, the other influencer boxing matches because the the whole card revolves around... Just the main event, if that makes sense. Something that, you know, KSI and Misfits Boxing have been doing is they've been making every single fight on the cards a big fight. 
So, which draws a crowd in from the first fight, you know? You're going to see fireworks from the first fight of the night. And the, and the card just keeps on getting bigger and bigger and better. You know, the last card, we had Slim as the co-main event. Who doesn't want to see Slim brawl it out with someone? We had Salt Poppy, dude. Salt Poppy is a star, you know. Who else? We had Anthony Taylor for the first fight of the night. Anthony Taylor is a character. He's great. He's like, he should be in the WWE, in my opinion. He's a great promo artist. He has the charisma. And yeah, man, Anthony Taylor has got it. And um, what else? We had L. Brooke versus Faith Ordway. Two girls that looked good on the pads. It looked like it was going to be one of the best women's um, influencer boxing matches. And they were brawling it out, you know? They were not stop, they were not stop punching each other. L. Brooke hits like a truck. And um, Faith Ordway, even though she looked very skillful on the pads, that time in the ring, it does take its toll on you. And you really don't know what you're in for until you actually get punched in the face by a real punch in a fight, not in a sparring match, in a fight. But, you know, that that fight was good. Shout out to KSI and Misfits Boxing. They actually know how to build a card when it comes to these, like, events compared to Jake Paul. Even though hmm, the Jake Paul fight, well, card, mostly revolves around, like, um, him and his opponent. Like, set for the main event. But the co-main and the undercard is professional boxers that... If you're a casual boxing fan, you're not really going to know who they are. But if you do watch boxing, you'll know who they are. Like Ashton Slive. Man, Ashton Slive is a great fighter. He's very young. He's like 18, 19. You know, I saw him in the in the Anderson Silva-Jake Paul fight. And he looked great, dude. Against, um, I don't really know his name. <laughs> it, it was just weird. Um, he's the guy that, um, fought Ryan Garcia at one point and actually got knocked out badly. And, um, <laughs> Ashton did the same thing to him, man. And, um, yeah, that's one guy that I love to see in the Jake Paul fights. Montana Love sometimes fights in the Jake Paul fights, which is great. Um, I love Montana Love. He's a great fighter. Who else fights on these? Amanda Serrano fights on his on Jake Paul's fights sometimes. We haven't seen her since like uh we didn't see her in the in the Anderson Silva fight. But Amanda Serrano is great. I love to see Amanda Serrano represent for the Latino culture. And yeah, man, overall Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury is confirmed. And who do you guys have winning? I have, I personally have Jake Paul winning. I do see there's a chance that Tommy Fury could win, but I do have Jake Paul winning this fight. And um, yeah, I think that's about it with combat sports, football, and wrestling. And hope, hope to see you soon, guys.
This concludes episode 7 of the Talk is War podcast with Wavy Eddie. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. I am a little bit congested today, so my voice is kind of like weird. But hope you guys enjoyed the show. Hope you guys have a great Friday. Friday Night Smackdown is tonight. And hope the playoffs are on Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever. The Royal Rumble is tomorrow. So hope hope you guys enjoy the show and see you guys later.